welcome back to Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher. Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you. Um, today I'm solo, and uh, I was looking and trying to figure out what to talk about, and I grabbed my book to write things down, but then I'm like, you know what? People, I feel like if I was to read this story right now, some of my thoughts, because this book right here is very old, right? So I figured I'd just read from this and see what happens, because what the hell? Let's get into it and start off with a it's a it's a story i know like i, I write from truth i write from truth uh about my comedy so everything you see uh is usually honest it, it has happened to me maybe it's exaggerated but this is the stuff i used to write and uh, i figured i'm just gonna read it and go with it and see what <laughs> see what happens i w read like the first two lines because i'm like let's see but let's go into it. This is about my music career. Um, so I used to do music. I know what you're thinking. Why, why would I choose a path that doesn't pan out well for basically everybody? Um, so right off the bat right now, I already know um, I'm still making these kind of decisions, clearly. Uh, I'm doing comedy and I'm still here. I wrote this, I think, like... A year on into my uh, comedy, because I was like, oh, I'm such a good storyteller. Everybody can listen to my music career. Moving on. So it goes, as I could tell, <laughs> as you could tell, I make great choices. See, it's like I already know what the thing is. Now I chose music because we were different. <laughs> now I, this is the joke. So it goes, now I chose music because we were different and going to be better than every other band. That's right. And they name... That was uh, that band was the Eleven Project. Heck yeah, the Eleven Project. We were gonna take over everybody. This is how stupid kids can be. Don't let kids think. Keep them in the basement. Don't let them have their own thoughts. Now I get North Korea. Punchline, punchline. That was a good one, you know. So the Eleven Project uh, to start out to take over the world with their four cover songs. We did it better than the bands that made them. That's how good we were. We were so good, we had to fix other famous people's songs. And it continues because it's a great story. Turns out that was false. That's not how you take over the music world. So we changed our name and had a new outlook. What's that name? Ambush the Sky, which is a great name. I came up with it. I remember when I write that out, I was like, that's a good name. It doesn't make any sense, but we're going with it. We were cool. Ambush the sky. And we would scream over, we would scream our lyrics so people knew how angry we were. I was the screamer of the band. I probably talk about this. I talk about this too much. I live too much in the past about this band because I guess I still miss it. Ambush the sky. What? It doesn't make any sense. You can't ambush air. Keep your kids out of the, <laughs> keep your kids in the basement, people. They will do some stupid shit. I scream till my throat hurt every day. This makes sense. Lyrics like, you'll never know what this girl's been through, but karma is coming. Well, we got a call coming in. It's my roommate, Philip Garcia. Hey, Philip, welcome to uh, Going Through It. Yeah, why isn't it connected? It should be connected, Bluetooth. One second, Philip. We got technical difficulties. It's connected, so I don't know why it's not working. Maybe, or maybe I got to hit the button. Hey, everybody. 
to you live from my bedroom. It is a great episode. It just started four minutes ago. I'm reading from a book. I'm reading from a book, my joke book, because I wanted to read a story. I was like, hey, let's see how bad it is. It's pretty bad. I could imagine. I was just calling you to smoke weed with you on FaceTime, but this is... <laughs> I was trying to do this podcast not high, but I guess we could... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hit, take a hit with you. This is so, this is so, this is so, this is so online. This is so 2020. We'll be back. You want repeat that? I said, you never know when you're going to meet the right one. So I keep Trojan condoms on me at all times. That's right, kids. If you're out there just hooting and hollering and just meeting people, make sure you wrap it up. This podcast is brought to you by condoms. All right, man. Be safe out there with your condoms. Thanks for calling in. It's okay. You didn't ruin it. It only gets better. Bye. There we go. That's our first caller of the episode. Inter- interrupting the greatest band story ever. This was the joke that I wrote. Anyway, it goes on to talk to people about... Um, it goes on for a whole other page. Long story short, people... Um, The band broke up. Boom, roasted. <laughs> the band broke up. Um, whatever. The band broke up. I thought it was going to be a better... I I think I've talked about that before on this podcast. Let's move on to uh, the other joke that I had to tell you about. Jesus. Philip really put a put a, a hitch in my get up there. But I'm not blaming him. Uh, I had a voicemail bit. Voicemail. I can't stand voicemails. Why does the robot lady have to explain how to leave a freaking voicemail? Back in the day, it was great. It would keep ringing, and you could say, hey, it's me. Call me back. I only leave non-serious voicemails. Just text or don't. The phone says miss call. You don't have to leave a voicemail. I'll call back or not call back. Voicemail or it gives you three options for leaving a voicemail. Speaking of that, yeah, why do I need options for voicemails? This shit is too long. The automated system is not cool, man. It's like we know the system. Actually, people now, the kids probably don't know how to leave voicemails now. People don't know how to talk to people because texting and social media has ruined people's brains it's hard to talk to people it's funny because i am a server so every day i get to meet new people and it's funny watching people interact with each other or more likely say uh not interacting with each other it's wild and then to leave a voicemail usually it's a voicemail the only people that leave voicemails are jobs and your doctors right to let you know um your prescription's ready. It's funny. Yeah, I don't ever leave a serious voicemail. I guess I'll leave one to my grandma because she still uses it, but I don't know. I had to talk with 
this is why also the thing, sucky thing with technology, which ruined. I bought a flight to go to New York. This is a pretty funny story. I don't know if I ever explained it. So it was pretty stupid. And um, sometimes when you're not thinking and women are involved, you make rash decisions because women are pretty, right? So last week, I had a bachelorette party at my restaurant. I introduced myself. I said, hi. We all headed off. It was great. There was only four of them. It was a small bachelorette party, right? And I made them laugh. Great. And then they were like, you want to get a drink with us? And I was like, sure. And they're like, no, we're serious. Like, come get a drink with us. And I was like, right now after work. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. So I get a drink with these women, right? We're all hitting it off and it's a great time. And they all look at me and they all go, you should get a plane ticket to New York and be my plus one at the wedding. I was like, well, that's crazy. I'm like, no, seriously, you're like so fun and it'd be great if you came. And I'm like, no, this is outlandish. This is stupid. And then I had a shot and then I'm like, you girls are really fun. You're great. This is a good time. Like, you should be my plus one. It'd be so fun. And listen to the look at the story that you get to have. This is 30 minutes on into meeting them. They're like, yeah, buy a ticket. The bride was like, buy a ticket. The the sister, future in law, sister in law, buy a ticket. The other one, buy a ticket. It would be the funnest thing. You're so fun. You're so cool. Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket, right? So I go on Google Flights, I buy the ticket. I bought a ticket. I found a cheap one. Round trip for like five days. It was like $250. I wasn't thinking, okay? Clearly, I was not thinking. But they were so convincing, and they were pretty women. I'm like, yeah, come with. Yeah, come with. And for any woman to not think that they don't have the power, you're stupid, okay? I love you. I love women. But sometimes, if you think you do not have power over men, you are out of your mind, okay? You got the power. Ask whatever you want. You'll get it. You will get it. So I buy this ticket, and then we hang out for more hours, and then we, like, went to another bar. Went to another bar. Philip, who just called me, he was there. He comes to the other bar. We're all hanging out. We're having a great time. And then the girls look at me, and they're like, well, we got to go have our girls' dinner because women always have to have the girls' dinner during the bachelorette party. We got to hang out with the girls because – when we see each other at home, it's different. So while we're out on vacation, we need our one last night to be at this restaurant and get our and and go hang out. That's cool. Go do it. Doesn't make any sense. Live on the edge, you know. I would have liked to eat some dinner too. You know, you had me drinking all day and I bought a plane ticket. I'm hungry. I've been through a lot of work. I've been through a lot of shit. Okay. So I go somewhere else. I thought we were all going to hang out that night, right? Because they're like, yeah, we should hang up out after. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Me and Philip end up going to do some comedy, and then one of our friends invites us to go on a boat on Lake Travis, which was so cool. Of course I'm going to go. Fuck yeah, let's go. We're going to go to Lake Travis on a ski, beautiful boat. And we asked, hey, can we bring women? <laughs> Duh. And he's like, yeah, of course. So we hit up the bachelorette party because we thought we were all friends. <laughs> so we hit him up to get him on the boat. And then, of course, it was the thing, well, um, we are just coming back. 
Um, can we bring all five women? Sure. Let's do it. Well, I got to ask, can you give us like 30 minutes? We're like, no, we kind of need the decision now. Now we turn into assholes. Well, why can't you give us time? Because this was a last minute thing. We're also inviting you and we were invited. So kind of dick moves on our part, but also we thought we'd all have fucking fun, you know? Bachelorette party, you're supposed to be living on the wild side, yet if it's not planned, you can't do it. So anyway, we're driving to Lake Travis, which is like 30 minutes out of the way, right? Calling, hey, we'll turn around, we'll come get you. You got five women, we'll take two cars, right? So we turn around because she's like, well, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, turn around, and then not asking ever. No one's getting to come to a decision, and we're like, Fuck it. Bye. We went to Lake Travis, and we had an amazing time. It was an amazing night. It was nighttime. No one was on the lake. We were just floating on the river. We smoked, you know, smoked some of the green God, you know, God's green earth, you know, and we're floating under the stars on Lake Travis. It was just the most amazing thing ever. It was great. You didn't need any pussy there. No pussy was needed. All was stars. Sometimes pussy is a good thing to have around, but sometimes it can ruin the moment, which it almost did. So anyway, is this too intense? Uh, whatever. Whatever. This is real. So then the next day, you know, I didn't text her because also she hung up on me that night after when I was inviting her. I was like, we need the answer. And then I said something, and I'm like, well, we're just going to go. I said, we're just going to go. You guys have a good night. We're just going to go. She hangs the phone up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we invited you to go on Lake Travis. That's my bad. So I didn't text her the next day because I didn't want to communicate because I was like, oh, well, let's see what happens because let's see if this woman's really about it, right? The next day comes by, she doesn't text me again, and then I'm like, well, fuck. I got to see if this is even real. Like, I got to see if it's going to happen or not. So then I text her and I get no reply. And I'm like, I'm such a fucking idiot. Such an idiot. Text me. She finally texts me back. I don't know when. And she's like, hey, totally sorry. Been up to a lot of stuff. Very overwhelmed. Um, So is it possible that you could like cancel your flight or whatever? I mean, I'd like you to come, but I got to ask the bride. And I'm like, the bride fucking told me to come. You told me to come, your other friend told me to come, and your other friend all told me to come. Okay? I'm not deaf. Y'all witnessed me purchase it. No woman sat there and went, hey, don't buy the ticket. This is a stupid decision. This is outlandish. Also, if you don't cancel within 24 hours of spirit, guess what? There's a cancellation fee. No one's saying that shit, right? Because guess what? Everybody said it's going to be a great fucking time. And can you imagine the stories? Yeah, I could imagine the stories. They'd be fun if you got if you if you just lived a little. Also, stupid bullshit because the women's like, yeah, be my plus one. I'm kind of talking to this guy right now, but you should come to the wedding because he can't. So no one's thinking at this table, including myself. She texts me and she's like, yeah, I asked the bride if you could come. And she said, no. <laughs> Boom, roasted. And the thing is, the thing is, I'm not mad that it's canceled or whatever. I'm really not. I'm kind of relieved. 
I thought it would be fun. And I was just like, yeah, just say yes to things. Because when you say yes to things, things happen, you know? Things get, you never know what you're going to run into. Also, the bride's ring was ginormous. The bride's ring was the size of my, like, fucking fingernail. It was three carats solid. I'm like, this wedding's about to be dope. They said they were going to have lobster, all that shit. It's going to be a fun time. I'm a fun wedding date. You're missing out, honey. You're missing out. Anyway. So, the bride says, no, I can't come. And then... Now I got to go through this bullshit of canceling the fucking flight. I would rather buy another flight than have to cancel the flight. That's how annoying spirit communications is. Spirit, you are the biggest sack of shit that I can't get away from because I can't get away from your prices, okay? I can't get away from your prices, but your guys' fucking customer service and all the bullshit that you do is so terrible. It took me over 30 plus hours to cancel it because I had to text them because guess what? You can't call anybody anymore. That's what the great thing about COVID is now. You can't call anybody because everybody has to call, but also all the jobs have been lost and there's no workers because everybody's getting unemployment, but now that's running out, whatever. So you can't call anybody. And the problems that you have to fix, you do have to communicate in voice because you can't figure shit out because... No one's doing shit. You're talking to a computer and they don't understand what you're saying. It took me over 34 hours or something to cancel my flight, which I also lost money on. Just great. You, I can't cancel my flight. You can't cancel it and just get a whole full credit. I can't get a full credit to you, Spirit. It's a month in advance. No, you got to cancel within 24 hours. Fuck you, Spirit. Fuck you. Well, I mean, it's in our policy. We know it's in your policy, you cunt. You cunt of an airline. So they don't think anything will happen in like two weeks. They're like, we know, like, you'll figure, something might happen in 24 hours that you'll need to cancel it. No, it won't. Corporations, you suck. Even though I'm using all the corp, this is all corporate shit that I have, that I'm sitting on using to make this podcast right now, but whatever. You know what I mean. The bullshit you put us through, it's it's insane. So, uh... In conclusion, I'm not going to New York. At least not right now. And actually, the funny thing is, um, a few weeks ago, I was asked to do a show in New Jersey by an ex-girlfriend. And that was hard for me to buy a trip to. And I didn't buy the trip. I didn't go. I think that was also a thing of like, I just don't think I could handle it mentally. It's too much there still, you know, too much in the past with feelings. And I didn't want to mix up my professional shit with that. You know, she's booking a show and uh, she asked me to come and I'm grateful for that opportunity. Um, But then, you know, sometimes you hear someone's voice and you're like, and your heart goes to your ass and you're like, oh, maybe it's not good. You know, women, I don't know. Philip was talking about uh, falling in love so easily. And yeah, I've been pretty single, pretty single, and I'm pretty focused on what I'm doing, and it's hard for me to... It's so hard for me just to um, detach myself from doing what I'm doing to focus on, like, my personal life, which isn't healthy. Um, I was talking... With uh, Philip and Tony, who are on the, or no, 
Tony and Mikey B were on the last episode. Go check that out. If you haven't seen it, Mikey B and Tony Casillas. But Tony was here and Philip were here. And Tony looks at me and he's like, dude, you're overworking yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I probably am. I'm overworking myself and underpaying myself. And I'm learning that you can't do this shit for free anymore unless it's for yourself. Because it's too much work that I'm putting on myself and stress that I'm putting on myself that I'm literally losing my fucking mind. I can't. Um, yeah. Losing my train of thought just because that. Um, and it wouldn't be too much if I also didn't have a full-time job. And I know people are like, well, are you dedicated to your craft? I am dedicated. Very fucking dedicated. And it's not that um, I'm not putting my all into comedy, which I think I am. Could I be doing more? Yes. But am I doing what I think is the right amount? Yeah. I'm putting everything I can into it almost. Me saying almost is, I guess, not putting myself fully into it. I am invested fully. But in order to survive, I do have to have a daytime job, unfortunately. Um, I'm not making money from podcasting. I'm not making money from open mics. I'm not making money from really any bookings. If I get booked, it's 10 to $30 or drink tickets. So to make a living, I got to fucking work at a job. I serve during the day and then I go out every night. I'm working five days a week and I work seven and I, and I go out basically seven nights a week and I podcast one day and, uh, people are booking me to film other things. And it's like, I don't have, I'm not, I'm only one person. So whatever, that's that rant. So uh, back to the ticket. Yeah, so I bought a ticket and that was at the spur of the moment. And I don't know why. And it's not the only time that I've done this kind of shit. I do this kind of shit because I think, oh, it's a woman. I better do it. And, you know, maybe realizing this is that, you know, you got to stop being such a fucking pushover for women. And it's funny because every time you're not a pushover, you know, that woman either will leave your life, which is probably a good thing, or she'll be like, hey, he has a pair of balls. Fuck. He knows what he wants. He's telling you how it is. And that's the thing is I don't think some people, my lifestyle's so fast, I, I don't even know how to have a relationship anymore. It's hard to keep a relationship when your life is work and chasing a dream. And trying to make your dream work. You know, after when the dream starts to work, I think it'll be able to be some fun. I don't even know. I don't think women, I, I don't think, um, be able to really carry a relationship. But you're trying, you know. And then you always want to talk to women because you're so freaking alone. Friends are cool. But sometimes you gotta... Have that woman's touch. <laughs> you got to have a woman's touch. Sometimes you need a hug. Not from a guy friend. Sometimes you do. So I'm not going to New York. Um, Even though I'd like to go to New York. But now I got a credit. So hey, if you have a wedding, you want a wedding date, let me know. I'll be there. I'll be there for you. Let's go into a game. Let's go into 
Is it me? Is it you? No one's here to play it with me, and it's one of my favorite ways to talk about topics. There was something I was going to say earlier. Shit. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Swag. Which of us... Thank you, thank you. Which of us is more likely to clip our nails in public? I mean, I'm going to clip my nails at home. I'm going to clip my nails at home, and I also have a thing about clipping my nails. I need to have my nails clipped. I can't bite them, because when you bite them, then you get this weird, like, they never get clean cut, and they always catch on shit, okay? So when you're catching on shit, I get really weirded out. I get weirded out. I get these goosebumps. I hate feeling... Apparently, I found out that I'm very hypersensitive or something because, like, that annoys me. Certain clothes annoy my skin. Certain sounds make me fucking cringe. Like, physically hurt me to hear certain things, especially when, like, people eat. Oh, I can't deal with that shit. The, no, fucking stop it. Stop it. My, right now, my body hurts. My body hurts listening to you eat. And you're going to continue to talk to me and eat that way? Fuck you. Okay? Grow up. Shut your mouth. Eat the food. Okay? The ta- the sounds don't make the shit taste better, do they? It's like more work to... It's a fucking jaw workout. Hmm. Tasty. If your kids are smacking their lips, smack them. Hit them and tell them to shut their mouth. If you're the parent that's allowing it, fuck you, okay? Fucking eat my ass. Which of us is more likely to tell a white lie to avoid getting in trouble? Well, probably not me because I'm too fucking honest. I'm way too honest. I actually, I can lie pretty well and I can, it's pretty easy to me, but I just can't do it. Like, I can say it, and then I see the person's face, and they believe me, and I'm like, uh, none of that's real. None of it's real. It's too easy to lie, and then I believe in karma, and I feel bad, and I feel really bad, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was raised with the guilty conscience thing, and I'm just like, I got to be honest. I got to be honest, because God's looking down on me. Father Jim's going to be mad if I fucking lie. I'm going to have to confess in a box, which I never did. did like once or twice. Whatever. I don't... Yeah, it's hard for me to lie. And that's why, like, I don't understand how people can, like, talk to multiple people at a time. I'm too guilty for that. That's too much, like, stress on my life. Also, it's funny to even think I could be talking to two women when I only have... It's usually just about one talking to me. Whatever. (laughs) Which of us is more likely to be the first one with the microphone at karaoke? Well, I'm not going to lie. I do sing at karaoke. What's my karaoke song? You, most of the time, it's Ice Ice Baby. I got really good at it once because I did karaoke. I was the DJ. And you'd have to kick it off. And I'm like, I'll do Ice Ice Baby. But the funny thing is, every time karaoke comes on, I always go blank. I can't never think of a song. And then I go in my car and I sing every song on the way home. Weird. Which of us is more likely to raid the fridge in the middle of the night? I'm not a big raid in the middle of the night. I don't get out of my bed to go eat. 
But before I go to bed, I do raid the kitchen. I do nonstop eat at night. I binge eat. It's not good. The other day, speaking of binge eating, this was fat. This was really fat and unhealthy. But we uh, were out and we we're like, we, I saw an Instagram ad. I was watching some food porn, you know. And this pizza, this beautiful Detroit-style pizza came up, right? And I showed Philip. I go, look at this. And I was like, we need pizza. I haven't had pizza in so long. I'm like, we're going to get pizza. And unfortunately, in Austin, unless you guys know, I think there is one place. I just don't know where it is. There's a Detroit-style pizza. But sometimes you just need some fat shit. You need some fat, thick crust, Detroit-style pizza that will just make you cream your pants. It's buttery. It's crispy. It's crunchy. It's cheesy. The pepperonis are bold. The sauce is fucking flavorful. It's fresh. And it, ah. Oh. Thinking about now is making my mouth water. Isn't it yours? So we got pizza from this place, and we got two slices. They're like New York style. They're huge. Huge. We're like, it It was good. It tasted good. But then we were like, our one friend didn't get, he didn't come get pizza with us. So we're like, are you hungry? He's like, yeah, I could eat. And I'm like, you know, we could eat too. So then we go to Taco Bell on the way home. This is like not even an hour after eating the pizza. And we uh, we stop at Taco Bell. And I get a whole like $5 box. Another thing, we order those cinnamon donut, those delights, Cinnabon delights, which if you haven't, change your life. Get it. Don't get the two-pack because guess what? What I always say though too is funny because they have a two-pack and then like a six-pack and then they also have a 12-pack. The funny thing is, I'll go up there and I'll go, can I get a two-pack of Cinnabon Delights? And they're like, yeah, two. And I'm like, yeah, two. And then they give me two two-packs, which I buy two two-packs. But I I like to think that it's a miscommunication. They didn't understand me, so I get four of them. But reality, I wanted four of them because they're so fucking good. And I try to keep healthy but and get two of them. Anyway, you're not keeping healthy. That night, I didn't even – I had like two two drinks, I think, two or three drinks. Over the time of the night, which is not much at all. And I woke up hungover with, like, bad food in my stomach. I couldn't sleep at night. I had heartburn, diarrhea. I'm sorry, diarrhea. You know, like, it was not a good morning. And it's like, did I just drink the night before? But I didn't. And that's the funny thing. Now I'm figuring out. I'm like, maybe it's the food that's making me feel like shit the next day. Not the alcohol. But that was not a good night, dude. And I try to like, and I hate going to the store anymore. Like I have no food in the house right now. And I have money to go buy it. I just don't feel like it. I just don't. I just don't. Somebody take care of me, please. I'm gonna get, I need a professional chef in this house. And I can cook good. So whatever. I just, I guess I'm lazy. I'm just, I got to go to the store after this. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Moving on. Which of us is more likely to miss a call on their phone? Well, I don't think me, really, even though I had a couple of missed calls today, but I'm not really getting many calls. I know I'm not getting any calls from New York. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <sighs> Which of us is more likely to enter a beauty pageant? I think... Probably me. I'd have to say it. I mean, 
I'm a pretty boy, and uh, I get on stage every night, and I proclaim what I would do to fix the world. I would, I would, I show my talents off. I do a little spin here. I show you my talents. So I guess I do a beauty pageant like every night, cause I get cute every night I go out. I gotta get ready because you know what they say: you gotta always stay ready to be ready. Dress the part, you know. I mean, you could be out crushing and. Somebody in the crowd's looking for talent, but you, Dad. my dad's calling me. You're looking for, you know, they're looking for talent and you look like a sack of shit. We're going to get dad on the podcast because he watches it. Dad. Oh, wait a sec. Hey, what's up? Nothing. I was calling you earlier. You're on my, Dad. you're on my podcast right now. I'm doing my podcast solo, and you called while I'm doing it, so now you're part of this. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Justin's dad. <laughs> I'm the one trying to help you get famous. Yeah, thanks, Dad. He's helping a lot right now. I'm getting some good open mics right now. It's going well. What's up? So you called me. What's up? Well, you're going to probably say I asked you this already, like you normally do, but... That, remember that lady com, comic you worked with at that uh, Crowfoot? Yes, Jessie Mae Peluso. Yeah. What was her name? Jessie Mae Peluso. Okay, good. It was it wasn't that lady. I seen this lady uh, comic did a movie called uh, "Look Good on Paper." Yeah. And I swear that's her. It looks like her. Every time I see that lady, I'm thinking it's that lady you worked with, and that's Crowfoot. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with a lot of um, big, big names, so I understand the confusion there. Right. <laughs> well. I mean, I have also worked with Preston Lacey from Jackass back in the day. Well, yeah, you did. Worked with him. Now, I remember him. I got an autograph from him. Got a shirt from him. And the guy that did his uh, warm-up for him was pretty good. You remember that guy? Yeah, I do. I do. What what are you What are you up to? I went down to Grandma's and edged her driveway and uh, took all the weeds out of the cracks and everything for her, and then blew it and swept it off. Yep. That's, that's what that's what us old people do for fun. What did you say? Blew it and what? Swept blew it, it off. Swept, swept it I off. thought you said you blew it and sucked it off. I was like, what are you talking about, Dad? <laughs> yeah, that's the new thing we do. Wow. We suck it off. Instead Jeez. of blowing it, we suck it. <laughs> Funner to suck it. Uh... You know, now like you guys like to smoke weed, we like to go and suck it. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. What are you doing tonight? Well, I'm gonna have a fun-filled night with my wife. Yeah. Uh, what's that? She's done watching the kids, so we're probably not. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna get to watch her work her ass off making cupcakes for your uncle's, uh, your your cousin's oh, yeah. graduation party. Great. Fun. Yeah. She's only got to make like 200 of them. That's too many cupcakes. You should cut that in half. But 
You know how they do things. I do. For women. I was just talking about women uh, before you. Uh, for women. Just, yeah. I was just talking about women the whole for like 20 minutes. I learned learned from my dad. I said I was ta- I was talking about women for 20 minutes before you called here. You were talking with one for 20 minutes before I called? No, I was talking about women for like 20 minutes oh. before you called. I gave him the story about how I was supposed to go to New York. I bought a plane ticket to New York. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you told me that. I don't understand it, but it's kind of yeah, kind of crazy. But you do kind of crazy shit, so I know, right? Yeah, I the I had to cancel it if I didn't tell you. Well, you canceled it. I had to. Yeah, the bride didn't want me to go anymore. They didn't want you to go anymore. Yeah. See, this is the thing that women did. They they had this fun idea where uh, they didn't think I'd commit, and then I did. And then apparently committing was just too much. Well, how did they find you? I thought you never met them before. So how did they even know where to find you? What are you talking about, Dad? I met them at my job. Oh, so he just came up to the job again and randomly said, oh, there's the dude. Yeah, uh, by the no. way, we don't want to come on. Dad, I have, we have technology. I have a cellular phone and she texted me. Oh, Oh, she did it on a text. She didn't even do it in person. No, Dad. It was a it was a twenty four hour thing. It wasn't that serious. So I figured that I figured it was gonna something bad was gonna happen. But I was like, the girl seems sincere. Right. We know most women they don't know themselves what the hell they want. So <laughs> that's why you can't Boom, figure them out. You know, they got that little thing between their legs that drives them crazy. Uh-huh. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Get him, Dad. All right, well, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to get back to this and finish this up. Okay, send it to me. I'll watch it. It's going to be up tonight, so I'll, I'll tell you. It's coming up tonight in a few hours. All right, love you. Have a good day. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. There's my dad. It's like that. That's where uh, I get it from. You know, spoken like a real man right there. Spoken like a real man. Is it hard to understand women? Yes. Do I try? Yes. (sighs) Has my heart been broken many times? I'd say a good amount. I'd say a good amount. And that's why there's a thing with, like, uh, women where it's just almost like, you want to get involved, right? But then you're just like, why go through it? I know how it's ended the last fucking 25 times. Why put yourself through it? But everybody says it's it's a learning experience. It's a growing experience. It is. It is. But is it needed after, you know, so many times? And maybe it is, and you never know unless you put yourself out there. That's the really shitty thing with the dating is that you never know what's going to happen. You could be dating someone for years and then find out years later that they've been cheating on you for years when a relationship they, they never had. Oh, I love you. Does it really mean anything anymore? It sucks trying to communicate to people because you care 
And that comes off as too clingy or too much. That's that side note. Whatever. Moving on. Which of us is like less is likely to keep a houseplant alive? I can't. I tried once. It died. It died. The plant the, the plant died. I tried to water it. I took care of it. They're a lot of work. Which is uh, which of us is more untidy? I'm a very tidy person. I try to keep clean. I get very stressed out when it's not clean. Like sometimes like uh I know I have to do something like it will take like a five minute job, like recording this podcast for say, per se. It's not that much to set up, but I come home and then I'm like, well, I got to clean my kitchen or if I'm learning late, you know, it's like I try to clean the kitchen, got to make the bed, put the clothes away, do the dishes, make sure the living room looks kind of clean because my brain can't work and I get stressed out about it. And so then now I clean for an hour and a half, and then I shoot my podcast. So I'm pretty tidy, pretty tidy. Moving on. We'll go into some trivia, and we'll get out of here. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. It's a beautiful day out. You guys should be enjoying your Thursday, enjoying your week. You know what I mean? This year, I picked from the 2000s. Let's go more relevant uh, this year. So let's go on. Which I've picked this one before. How do I pick this one? Or maybe I haven't. Uh, which online company features a bird named Larry? Yeah, I, I did this one. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Whatever. It was Twitter. In uh, this year in 2000, it was Y2K. Um, we all thought the world was going to die. Um, but guess what? It didn't. It didn't. Everybody got their toilet paper. Y2K. You know what's crazy about 2000 is now this is the year when people are like 21. I look at people's IDs, and they're like, 2,000. I'm like, what? Weird. Also, I'm getting so much older. So much older. And the funny thing is, when you meet somebody, uh, like old people from like 1930 or 1940, you know, you're like, wow, you're old. We're those people. We're those people now. Whatever. Whatever. Um, I've had a good time. This has been a very random episode. But I need to let you know the New York story. I'm happy I told it. I haven't got to tell it yet. Let that steam off. Uh, You got to meet my dad. That's my dad. He's one of the biggest supporters of my podcast. Uh, Great guy. And also, Philip Garcia, my roommate. You know, everybody's checking in on me, baby. We're good. Things are good. I got um, a show coming up here, actually. Let's name off some shows. Um, for all my fans out there, uh, this 26th, I'll be down in Temple, Texas. I'm traveling to Temple, Texas at a place called Corky's. Um, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, Marcus and Genevieve are also on that show. Uh, let's see. Um, Marcus and Genevieve are going to be on that show. It's going to be fun. Uh, I got that. And then, um, what else is coming up? Oh, cool. And then uh, July 1st, I'll be at LT Corner Pub, which uh, that's in uh, Lakeway, Texas. It's going to be a fun time. Joyce House uh, is hosting that thing. Uh, I think Marcus and them are on that show as well. So a couple of shows coming up July 1st and then June 26th. 
hit me up if you need more information. I'd love to see you. I would love to tell you a joke. Um, also, remember, please subscribe, follow, tell your friends. You got any questions, send them in. I'll answer them. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your week. This is Going Through It with Justin Essemacher. Yeah, 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 yeah.